0: Yo, what up? We are back with another episode of Big Ten Coast to Coast. It's your boy It, along with Matt. How are you, sir? I'm I'm great
1: now. Uh, I mean, earlier today, um, I was a little bit nervous about this Arsenal game that was happening today. And of course, not really much happening with Indiana, which is my expertise, as you know. Listen to this podcast. And uh yeah, so Xavier Johnson got his medical red shirt waiver approved so he'll be in a hoosier uniform next year so
0: all is good should he have gotten approved though should he have okay Okay. by the rules he should not have okay
1: yes by the rules he should not have however there is a precedent for guys like Xavier johnson getting waiver most notably um for iowa jordan Bohannon. Got a medical red shirt when he had played like, I think, 35, 36% of games.
0: No, he did not.
1: He yes, played, he did.
0: No, he played his 10 games and that's it. He played He played 35% of games that year for Iowa. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. No, 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 no. The rule is also under is also 10 games or less. Uh, oh, well, yeah. well.
1: I got a benefit of the doubt on a call, and I will take that for once. Because you know what? They stole, and by they I mean the Big Ten, stole a Big Ten football championship game berth from us. So this is their payback. And I will accept oh, this boy. as payment back, and
0: I will hear nothing about it. Oh, They did change the rules. They, they did. did change the rules. They did, but it was for the betterment of – about the conference
1: and in this case
0: for the betterment of the conference they
1: changed the rules and i appreciate that Look, oh. the conference is better and as a whole if it has more guard talent and xavier johnson is a top guard talent in the league how top Mmm, you're, you're trying to put me on a spot here. Um, I think he's top three point guards now.
0: Top three point guards.
1: It's him, Jameer Young, and um, Hogard, depending on if he comes back from the draft, right?
0: Hmm. I will also say that Bohannon did play, I think it was 32% of games. I just did the math on, on that, but I I do think that there is a, I do think that, I, I do think there is a, there is some sort of a, I don't know, I think there's like some sort of precedent there where if you play up to 10 games, which is what they were, they literally said he was going to play his 10 games and then get. Season ending surgery, knowing that he can come back, and that led to his what seventh year. <laughs>
1: seventh, yeah, yes, yeah, for Gohanan. Yes, I think so. Did
0: That's he correct. Played, what seven years, yeah, yeah, he
1: was there forever because he was there. I think he did he play against Yogi Farrell and then also played against Xavier Johnson?
0: Yes, yes, yeah. Yes, he played against everyone.
1: He was there for all of Archie Miller's tenure.
0: I don't know about. Did he play against Yogi? Yogi was there through what? Sixteen. Yep, I think he.
1: I think what, he was there. I think he was the same year as me.
0: Seventeen. Yeah. No, for Yogi was twenty sixteen. Yeah, so he came in the year after that. Oh well. Yeah, really? He came in. Earlier.
1: No, because he played seven years. That would be 2017 to 2023. Well,
0: well, he played six, but it feels like seven. Okay. All right. Well,
1: I was doing the math, so I assumed he played against
0: you. Because he had 17, 18, 19. Then he did the red shirt thing, the medical year for his for his fourth year. Then he had the next year that right. didn't count. And then he had the free year last, last season. Oh. So like, oh my god. Yeah.
1: Free so there for the entire Archie Miller tenure. So
0: it's insane. It's absolutely insane. The NCAA botched that entire thing, bro. I'm, so, I'm I'm sorry.
1: The COVID year? No, it's messing up we've talked about it on the podcast multiple
0: times, but it's messed
1: up the freshman so
0: much now. Yeah, like if you've played over like Unless your season was totally just, you know what I mean. Like, there's out here playing, yeah. like, played almost all the games, but for some reason you you get to play again because you had like this blanket role. COVID year is messing up so so many things. Like this this high school, this high school class got so screwed over, so screwed over. Whether it was whether it was COVID itself, or whether the NCAA gifting these college players an extra year for no
1: reason—absolutely, yeah. I mean, I, I'm i a teacher right now, and this—I believe the seniors this year, I think their freshman year or their sophomore year was the actual COVID year. They they like just basically didn't have school, right? And for the most part, didn't play basketball um, or very. Sparsely played played basketball that year. It was just weird overall in general. Maybe that's why. Honestly, can can we go down a rabbit hole here? Maybe that's why uh, the twenty three and twenty four classes are so underwhelming. Maybe that's why, because I think yeah. they they missed a year of crucial development. Like the twenty five class was still in middle school when this happened.
0: They were still hooping. They were still hooping. I mean, they were still hooping, but what like I, like they just weren't hooping. like they were still hooping bro. Nah,
1: no, 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 I, I get it, but like everything was still like, especially for that, that whole summer, which is pivotal for you know freshmen and sophomores, right It was weird, right? But, it was uh, different.
0: I'm not giving a pass I'm not I, doing
1: all it. I'm saying is that would make sense as to why i'm not I'm not giving them a pass, but I'm saying I'm that not, would
0: that would make sense. You know, I'm not doing it, they're mid, they were always mid. <laughs> I'm not I'm not giving any excuse. <laughs> I'm not. Um so all right, so Indiana gets their point guard. Um yeah. they have they have you know a guard coming back and Trey Galloway. They have Malik Renew at the four. They probably go out and get another one, who knows? Um they have um Khalil Ware at the five. They still need a big wing. They still need like that big wing, that big guard, um, to come in and be able to do a lot of things for Indiana. Um, I'm not. I'm not sure where they're gonna go there. I'm not sure if they're gonna wait for some NBA draft late portal entries, um, or if they're continuing gonna dig and see and see what's currently out there. Um, Raquan Battle is someone who I've mentioned to you before. I believe he committed today. West Virginia. Yeah, to West Virginia. So, um, like, six five one ninety. He's a he's an absolute bucket. Um, I'm surprised that bigger schools didn't really come after him the way that they should have. Um, and I don't know if Indiana's option is still out there. Uh, I'm not sure if they're really into what's left, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, uh, I'm starting to get scared about that, too, to be honest. Um, I wanted us to look at the the Vanderbilt transfer, um, whose name is slipping my mind.
0: Tyron Cam- Campbell? Tyron Lawrence?
1: Lawrence, yeah. But I've heard whispers that he's not going to be going to Indiana, and I don't think I, I've heard from my Indiana guys that he is not even looking his way. Um. Yeah, they probably not. So that sucks. Um, I have heard from some of my Indiana people Debo Davis as a name that's been floated around. He's not currently in the portal. From Arkansas?
0: Yeah. Well, he's going through the draft process, right?
1: He might be. Um, I actually don't know if that's true.
0: Was he on that list? No, uh, with the list. Uh, the list that I haven't checked, but... I saw that there was a lot of a lot of Michigan State banter due to AJ Hogard due to AJ Hogard entering um, without much um, hoopla around it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mentioning of much out there. Yes. Okay. So yeah, a month ago he declared for the draft
1: while maintaining college eligibility. Yeah. So, again, there's still a lot of people to come in from the portal. Um, I do think this will make it easier for Indiana to actually go and get guys now. Uh, Because you were once promising dudes the ability to play with Xavier Johnson without him actually having eligibility yet, right? Because the waiver hadn't been approved. And now that the waiver's approved, there's a bit more concrete, you know, a bit more of a foundation
0: there you know you you can finally fill in the right the right spots. Like you're not yeah. out there actively looking for guards, right? Well like point right. guards. Cause like you have yours back and you got Gabe coming in where you probably feel pretty good about that. And then you have Trey Galloway if needed to be some sort of third string point guard, which he had to play basically second string once Sofino came out, so right. Um which is probably good that he kind of went went through that this this past season.
1: Yeah, I, I think it is good. I personally to fill out the last two spots in the starting lineup, because that's what this is gonna be. Like I don't think i gonna go get a bench player, I, I wouldn't mind a combo, a combo guard again, just to give you a third guard that could run like primary point um if needed. Because last year Indiana really struggled with people down with injuries. And I, I just think it's a bit negligent to, to have a roster with anything less than three point guards. It's the most important position in basketball these days. Um you know, it's like your QB, so you kind of need that. And especially in, in a Mike Woodson offense that that runs so much so heavily reliant on a a, a ball dominant guard. Um and then I wouldn't mind them. Yeah, like you said, getting a getting a wing, whether whether it's a three um, that can shoot, um, or it's a two, an off ball two guard who's a little bit on the larger size. Either way, I think that would be like the perfect addition. That they don't really have a guy on the roster that kind of does that. Um, so if I you can go and get that those two guys, I'm going to feel a lot better about next season. As things stands right now with the current roster. it's fun. It's a fun roster, but I. It's not very competitive. Um, in a Big Ten that's going to be, I think, pretty top heavy next year.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, well, let's let's move on to some like commitments. So you had, so, you know, Maryland, Hakeem Hart uh, end up going to Nova. Uh, I think that's a good look for him. I think he's going back home. Um, he'll be alongside Justin Moore right. and TJ Bombo, who came in from Washington State, um, and Mark Armstrong. And that is also a destination that uh, Hunter's actually visiting. Hunter Dickinson is visiting this weekend, which is uh, a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, Northwestern's Robbie Barron found a home. He's going to Virginia Tech. Um, I believe Hunter Couture is also back. Uh, that should be a fun team. And if I am correct, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm like, oh, what's a good number under 100% that you're feeling really good about?
1: 90%. 90? Yeah. Like, you're really sure, but, like, there is still a slight chance that something goes wrong. Even like, 90, 85. Right. Eighty? So
0: like, I'm like, like eighty-five percent sure he's like from Virginia. I want to say he's from Richmond. Like, who? Robbie Baron. I think he's from Richmond. So him going to Virginia Tech, him going to Virginia Tech actually makes makes sense. Him going back home, uh, please be from Richmond, Virginia. I. He is from Richmond. Okay. I, okay. Thank goodness. Okay. Okay. Perfect. So him being from Richmond, um, that makes sense going to Virginia Tech. It's not that far away. It, uh, Virginia Tech's more of like uh, like to the West-ish, um, but it's still not that far away. Um, and then Northwestern got uh, Brian Langmark from Princeton. I believe he was destroying, absolutely destroying in the NCAA tournament. He was averaging like 18, 19 a game. Uh, Justin Mullins um put up almost 10 a game as a freshman over at over at denver um i think you know playing him at the three is gonna be big um because i feel like ty berry last year as good of a shooter that he acted like uh, he shot the ball and the ball almost never went in um <laughs> yeah but i think that'll be an upgrade with him especially if boo Booie comes comes back um and then along with Adish, I think this team is gonna be pretty good. Uh if you're looking at a starting lineup of Boo Booey, Chase Adish, uh Justin Mullins, and then probably Ryan Langborg, and then um Matt from uh Matt from uh, Clarkson, Michigan. Nicholson. Yeah, Nicholson. And then you got Blake Preston who's coming in. He's about six nine, probably gonna be a backup center. From Liberty. Um, mm-hmm. didn't really wow you with the stats, but someone who could just give like another body, which is gonna be huge for them. Um, I mean, ignore- they could be good next year. They could
1: be like, again,
0: could Northwestern be right. could be nice. Yeah. yeah. They could be all right next year, man. I don't know if they'll be able to get back to where they were. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, but they're gonna be mm-hmm. solid again, especially if they get boo uh, boo back. Um, Illinois got Gurrier from Oregon, uh, and mm-hmm. they also um, they also had Ray J Dennis. So you know Ray J Dennis from Toledo, who who was the Mac Player mm-hmm. of the Year. Hey, can you stop making that noise? Like, come on, I Walker. <laughs> Well, you're in trouble anyway. So, go to your room. We'll talk soon. Um, so Ray J Dennis, Mac Player of the Year. People have been waiting. This is like the most unkept secret of all time: the fact that he was going to hit the portal once being in the um, once going through the um, NBA draft process, and he hit the portal today. And um Illinois needs a point guard. And Ray J. Dennis, I believe, is from Illinois. Um so that's those are dots that have been mm. connected for a while. Um did you see the um did you see the uh the Nebraska stuff?
1: Yeah, so they missed out on Hunter Silas, right? Hunter Silas, yeah. yeah. Silas. Yeah.
0: Lost him a few days after he visited too. Yeah, that's tough. That's real tough. That's real tough. That's real tough. Um, that coach down at Wake. I mean, he does have a track record of bringing guys in and turning them into pros. Like he's done that with Arabia, uh, Alondis. So he could he 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 could just say that like, hey, look, come be that come be that guy, and I'll try. I'll try my butt off to get you to the league, you know?
1: Mm, yeah. I mean, I, I I see it as a decent fit for him. And, again, if you're a guard, you want to go play in, like, the ACC or the Big East, right? Like, I don't blame you. Like Those are leagues that are built on guard play um, and good coaching. Yeah. And uh, why wouldn't you want to go play against other good guards, right? It makes you better. And, to be honest, you get better rep. So, um, yeah, I, I, it's not surprising. I just, it's so sad for Nebraska cause that would have been so much fun for him to come in and kind of, you know, not replace, you know, Sam Greasel, but like beat it, that, that next guy up. Right. Um, it's kind of taking that mantle there. And, uh, yeah, now they're just left with Kisei who, you know, we both love, but, uh, yeah. I think Kisei's also uh put his name in the draft. Uh he's going through uh draft workouts, so he did. We'll see what happens with Kisei.
0: Yeah, for sure. Like uh someone like that would would be a lot of fun to watch in the league, not gonna lie. Just you know, come off of every screen possible, just jacking up three. Yeah, yeah. I I genuinely like I don't get me wrong, I am the
1: biggest Kisei Tomanaga fan this side of the Mississippi. But I genuinely, un, like, unbiased opinion, I do think there's a role for him in the league. There is. there is. There are worse defenders in the league right now, I think he said. There's one in the Miami yeah. Heat that's for Michigan that just gets paid millions, millions of dollars to check up threes, and it works.
0: So, Hey, in the playoffs, he's been killing. No,
1: I know. I hate on him all the time, but he's actually been playing pretty well. Don't let the guys in playback know that I said that, but he's actually been playing pretty well. I need to.
0: Almost 80% from three, bro. Yeah. (laughs) Not missing right now.
1: He's a big game player. Big game player. Just doesn't show up in the regular season. He's, he's actually, I watched some heat regular season games in which he played this year. And I, every time made me want to throw up. So,
0: you know, it is what it is. Oh, Uh, did you see the Penn State news? I
1: did see the Penn State News. They got um, uh, Puff Johnson, right? He's from Pennsylvania as well, right?
0: I believe so. Former former top 100, four-star guy. Um, so you got him. You got returning A-10 player of the year, A-10 defensive player of the year. I am interested to see if Rhodes can figure it out in year one uh, how to be successful in the league. Because uh, you can have all the pieces you want, but – Um, you got to be able to figure out the league. I'm I'm praying to God he doesn't, and that's
1: that's for the betterment of the league. By the way, again, we've said this multiple times. We need some people that are punching bags, okay? Genuinely, like the Big Ten always needs an IU football and football, okay? They they just need somebody that they can go and play sixty percent and and actually beat, so they kind of have a night off, so they you can save energy for. You know, another night, another game. Um, And Penn State was starting to look like, especially with Shrewsbury leaving and then basically their entire roster leaving, um, that that was going to be the case. Now, they're going to be feisty. Now, are they going to necessarily be as good as they were last year? No. But still, they're going to be feisty. Um, We need more Minnesotas. That's all I got
0: to say. Yeah, more Minnesotas. I think, you know, with Nebraska losing out on Salas, I think that would that would really hurt their hurt their ceiling of true. you know, of really getting to that next level. They also lost out on Whitesell, uh, who they were pretty high on trying to get, lost out on him. Um, and I think losing out on Salas kills any rumor that people were trying to start on Chucky e. Hepburn, right? Um, on possibly following Salas to mm-hmm. uh, to a to a Nebraska squad, so Nebraska's gonna have to have to really figure it out here. Um, who else is out there? Well, oh, Michigan, Michigan. Um, Greg Glenn hits the portal. I thought that was gonna that was never gonna happen. Um,
1: but. Is, have you thrown a parade
0: yet? Has there has the confetti fallen down from the rafters
1: yet? Are you guys gonna hang a banner for that one?
0: I hope I hope he lands somewhere and it works out great for him. You know right. what I mean. But of course, as soon yeah. as he got offered, now you're like, I've I've told people like I've got I got phone calls immediately. Like, what is going on here? <laughs> like, what is happening? Um. Uh, Oh, I don't, yeah. So I hope he finds a spot, you know. But now Michigan has two spots open, and, you know, Hunter Hunter Dickinson is still out here. Uh, He just finished up the Kentucky visit. Uh, He liked Kentucky a lot, and he is headed to Villanova next. Villanova's next. So he's been able to have, he visited Maryland and Georgetown, both the high majors. In the DMV, right? Uh, then you have Kansas, Kentucky, now Nova. All five have something in common, which are being basketball schools, right? So them, them, you know, him, him being able to go mm-hmm. to you know schools where you know basketball is king. It's got to be a little bit different for him, but it's got to be a good feeling, right? Um, right. So, so yeah, like that should be. That should be interesting to see what happens there and and how uh, how Michigan is able to utilize the last two spots. Uh, did you see what was going on with um who was it uh, the guys from Sleepers? You know G and I call him Carlos. <laughs>
1: yeah, Greg them. No, I didn't see see what happened. What happened?
0: Yeah, so like um, so AJ Hogard. AJ Hogard, um, you know, quietly declares for the draft, and there's nothing made of it. There's mm-hmm. nothing made of it, right? There's no, there's yep. no like message of support. There's no statement, no nothing, right? He just kind of puts his name in, just slipping in, right? And, um. And I know, mm-hmm. I know uh, G and them were like making like a big fuss, fuss about it, basically saying how, why was they, like this big, right. all this fanfare for Aikens and not so much for Hogard. Um, and they thought the whole thing was just very, very strange energy. Um, I don't really feel one way or the other about it. Um, where are you at with that? I will tell you this,
1: given how um, the bench demeanor, you remember during the NCAA tournament, or what's the Big Ten tournament, that Hogard and Izzo (laughs) kind of went at it? Yeah. Right? Remember that? And everybody was like, (laughs) yeah, it was funny at the time. People were like, oh, like, oh, that happens, right? Like, it's true, right? Like, obviously – people disagree with the coach get fights with the coach all the time especially izzo such a fiery guy it happens but then this happens it kind of gives off that feeling of like hogard is is that like the stepbrother, right like like he's not loved as much as Aikens is right by the program it gives off that vibe I look, look. People are going to start thinking that I have an anti-MSU agenda, and I and I don't. Okay, I I I like MSU. I've told people before. I feel like I'm a closet MSU fan, but I can't tell you how strange it is. These coincidences that are around that surround Michigan State basketball, right? You have. Two guys that need the ball in guard positions and one gets love and the other one does not. But the one that doesn't get love starts and plays minutes over the other one. I I, I don't understand. I don't get it. Don't get it. It's a mystery
0: to me. It's weird. It's not really a mystery to me, but I don't feel like having a bunch of bots in my mentions. Oh yeah, you're gonna have, <laughs> you're gonna be banned from having a podcast, dude. Banned from banned from everything.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Aunt said on the podcast. No, actually, what I just said now, and you people, no, people you are gonna take what, what I just said, Ant, and they're gonna
0: put it back on you. You know what? F that, f that. You know what? Let me. Should I just share what
1: I'm thinking on this? Do it let's do it let's be candid hashtag
0: candid don't be candid well candid um like once again once again, I think it's um i think it's i think it's interesting not about not really about a j but the fanfare around aikens like it's like hey, just know that we love you <laughs> <laughs> You know we love it's, you and we need you and
1: <laughs> it's like when um, I don't know if you guys have ever had this this happen to you but like when you were some of you were older some of you were younger but when you date somebody and they go off to like either a summer camp or they go away and it's like uh, hey just making sure you still know we're here <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> i'm over here in the corner being needy hello <laughs> and someone else goes to the same camp yeah 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 whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, right? whatever. and the
1: whole time you're like god i hope i hope she's not sliding into people's dms <laughs> like i i i was her instagram look like right now i'm tracking her location as we speak right if I see you, I see you, right? If right. I see you, I see you. Exactly. So I feel like <laughs> MSU fans are going through it right now. If I see you, I see
0: you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm still here. That's so true. That's so true. It felt like over, it's like over love, you know? Um, yeah. It's like needy. It's like, it's that like. It's kind of weird. It's kind of weird.
1: Yeah. yeah um, what was it? What's the word I'm looking Clingy.
0: That's what it is. Very, very uh, possessive. Possessive. Yeah. You know, yeah. Little, uh, little possessive. Like, okay, like, like I love you. I love you. I don't blame. Look,
1: I don't. I don't blame MSU fans, right? Because their season, right, this is the season, everybody's talking about them having like a top three ranking and being a Final Four possible Final Four team, whatever hinges on their backcourt fully returning, and they have probably the most important piece returning, right? And Tyson Walker, right? The best guy in the backcourt is coming back. But you desperately need both of those guys, Akins and Hogard, to make that trio a thing again next year.
0: I get it. It's just funny to watch. I am just, you know, I am just... I'm just interested in um you know how I just hope that he he handles the feedback well. Mm. That's all I hope. I, I just hope he, he handles the feedback well and he's we're back we're back to Aiken's talk. Let's go. <laughs> he's, able to, he's able to like navigate it. He's able to navigate right. through it. Um but yeah that's it. That's it. Super super quick. I know that the home and away games are posted. I have to go through them, and then we'll have a pod soon about that on who was favorited and who wasn't and and all that fun stuff, based off of what we know about the teams today. But uh, I'm good. I'm good. You good?
1: I'm good, yeah. Um, Just want to say Manchester City sucks. Um, And, uh, yeah, shout out everybody for listening to the podcast. All
0: right. Later, peoples.
1: Later, guys.